Yo, 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 what's good, baby? It's your boy, Flint Flossy. F. Floss, Flint Flow Double, International Known. And you already know, you listening to that 3D podcast, you feel me? Baby. So for some reason I've been drinking a lot of sweet potato juice because uh, V8 is making V8 hydrate and it's based off of sweet potato juice. I just thought that was the best way to start the show. My name is James. <laughs> You're listening to 3D Podcast, always alongside by way of the internet currently. Kevin, say hello. Hey, it's Kevin again coming at you for another undisclosed remote location. This time, uh, I don't know where I am. I'm in a dark cave somewhere. I, I, uh, I'm confused yet again. But once again, got a microphone. Yes, you said you weren't uh, going to use it. You lied. You just teed me I know, up for I know, it. Oh, I don't. No, I am not complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you said, you weren't going to use it, and now I'm so glad you did. I'm so happy you did. Excellent. So yeah. Uh, all right. Well, perfect, Kyle. Uh, so those sweet potato juices you're drinking are those in a can? It's a skinny can. Yams in a can. Yams in a can. <laughs> what a marketing opportunity missed. Oh. <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, though, what I'm drinking right now is strawberry cucumber, and it's based off of sweet potato juice. You and the your whole cucumber is, drinks, man. It is a sh- it's a weird ride. So yeah. anyways, <laughs> we should get we a Toots have, and Peeps flavor. We, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, We got to introduce. We do have a guest with us uh, for this episode once again, straight from. Did you say Toot and Peep yet? Yeah, he just did. <laughs> that, okay. was, that was my intro to Toots and Peeps. Okay. All right. I just want to like make the sure we didn't series. Uh, straight from CrossFit Webster. Uh, Welcome back, Rob. Thanks for being here again. Yeah, thanks for having me again. And I would uh, go with can of yams over yams in a can. <laughs> can of yams. Ooh, <laughs> All right. So what we're doing today is songs for when you're driving around town with the windows down and you know people can hear it. More specifically, if you live in a walking neighborhood that has shops and restaurants and say you're driving past where people are eating outside and you know they're going to hear what you're driving past slowly listening to, that's what we're going to get into today. You can get the playlist at the end of the show in the show notes. You can click on a link, take you to Spotify and listen to all the tracks that we put into the soundtrack today. We want to say thank you to Root Shock for allowing us to use their music as the theme to our show and Sugar Free Beats for providing the beats that we use each show for transitions, cutaway segments, and just when we feel like using them. So uh, follow Sugar Free Beats on Instagram and SoundCloud at Sugar Free Beats. Also Root Shock at RootShockMusic.com and on Spotify and Apple Music. So uh, back to actual show type materials uh or whatever social media oh yeah get over on the insta dang and follow us at 3d podcast all spelled out (laughs) before we get to the first round of the tracks i also want to say that uh rob's been doing workouts on crossfit webster's instagram rob why don't you tell them a little bit about that quick yeah so uh since the lockdown we've been doing at home workouts that you can do with basically just two dumbbells and your damn self so um, if you want to follow me on Instagram at CrossFit Webster, I put a workout up every day. Uh, they're super easy to follow. You can put your score or how you did in the comments. It's, it's been a, it's been pretty great, and uh, I'm gonna be doing it for as long as we are closed. And when uh, you reopen, sign up at CrossFitWebster.com. Of course, it goes um, without saying. 
So Windows Down, for me, this one started me back in 2007. And it's UGK featuring Outkast. The song was in an international player's anthem. Obviously, everything that Outkast had to do with the song was golden, including that long intro that Andre does at the beginning. Um, the song is, I think, a masterpiece as far as hip-hop goes. Um, so claim, that one, claim. for me, it, it's a, it's a leaned back in, in the in the seat in the car with the windows down and um, it kind of in a relaxed state, just enjoying the day. Uh, my next picks are not going to be like that. So um, enjoy, enjoy the ride. <laughs> I feel like Outkast has a lot of songs like that. Like whenever I'm driving around in the summer listening to Outkast, like the windows are down, my seat goes back a little bit more. It's just like made for that type of thing. Maybe it's because of all the like the old Cadillacs and like everything they rap about, yep. but it's just like laid back and cool. Like this, this one more than most Outkast songs, though I feel like has that West Coast production almost to it. It kind of has like that repetitive high treble. Uh, you know what I'm saying? True. True. That part, like it's just really West Coast vibe. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's I what get I that. pick up on it, especially for for you know Southern rappers. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, there's not a thing about that song I didn't like, but uh, I'll say one song you wouldn't want to play by Outkast, lean back in your seat like you were trying to relax, would be Bombs Over Baghdad. That one wouldn't work. No, so, that yeah, would not. You're right. No, you don't need to do that. All right, next one's Kevin. All right, cool. Back uh, to the so, sex cave. <laughs> uh, before, before I get into my pick, I actually have to say that, um, you know, I'm glad, James, that before we started recording, you clarified we needed the part of – not only are your windows down, but you know that people are listening to you, right? Like, that's really important mm-hmm. to this list. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think unlike the three of you, I don't do that, like, ever. I really don't. And it's, like, I'm willing. We're just obnoxious. No, I like, I just, I, I'm willing to to take all the, the criticism for it. But, like, I'm actually super self-conscious about the music I listen to, which is really funny. Because I'm on a playlist, I'm on a, on a podcast where I recommend music to people. <laughs> yeah, right? but, like, I mean. You listen to music while you drive, right? Oh, all the time. Yeah, constantly. And you I can't drive with your silence. windows down too, right? Nope, roll them up. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I roll them up. Uh, I'm that self-conscious. And uh, it, it's um, like I, I, I st- like I don't, I don't like, I'm not ashamed of the music I listen to. It's just something in my head of like, I don't necessarily want attention over it in that moment, I guess. I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a personal thing for me. Um, but like, Got it. Uh, I love screwing with people. Yeah, and and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. So, uh, anywho, if I was to do something like that, there are some songs I listen to. So this song is a perfect song for cruising with your windows down. But also, I would not be embarrassed to let it play. This is Peaches and Cream by Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, I love this song. So yeah, uh, with Charlie Wilson on yes, there too. Yes. So I gotta say, this whole album is underrated. But go on. Yeah, when it came out, it didn't get nearly the amount of clout that I thought it, it should have. And I was like, no, this is a good album, especially especially because it came so late in Snoop's career. The actual, the first person uh, to uh, uh, play the song for me was uh, our uh, our friend Brendan, uh, who is on In Too Deep with me from time to time. I cannot describe how perfect I think this fits into just cruising with the windows down. Uh, and because it fits so perfectly, my self-conscious idiot ass would not be... Uh, would not be uh, embarrassed about having it on, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's really, it's really good. And anything uh, Pharrell touches is 
usually, again, you can probably drive around with your windows down and not be embarrassed. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's his his hip hop production with any any like like existing established hip hop artist is always like out of knocked out of the park every time. Yep. Next one is Kyle. Yeah. So for me, kind of like what James was talking about, um, when I'm rolling with the windows down, there's times where I'm just kind of cruising, just looking for something relaxing or uh, kind of take your mind off of shit. It's a nice sunny day. Enjoy uh, a nice cruise. But there's other times where I'm really looking to make a statement or uh, see some shock on people's faces. So for my first pick, I'm going to go with one of those songs that definitely would uh, would take an innocent bystander by surprise, maybe. When it's okay. blasting through my speakers. Yeah, that's FDB by Young Dro. Uh, song's just real nasty. God damn it. <laughs> and it drops hard with the bass. It, you can just shoulder shimmy to it while you're driving with no issue. Uh, I sit back pretty far because I kind of have a smaller car. Um, and, and so I kind of lean anyways. So it's just a good leaning song. I, I love to imagine you just making straight eye contact with someone on the side of the street just like while this is playing like yeah yeah that's right yeah like is stop that at a red light for? i turn it up i don't turn it down yeah okay yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> and it's got if it's if you have somebody uh at that time that you would deem uh quote unquote dat bitch uh then it's a good t- it's a good time to really let that anger out too and say fuck that bitch <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah yes indeed. yes have some <laughs> yes it's rob now it is it is me and um you want to talk about like perfect songs i think this is like one of the best songs ever made take yourself back to 1996 <laughs> we've never heard anything like pony by Jimmy nice. the production is perfect this is like perfect timberland probably still the best beat he's ever made like the only good genuine song but this song is like perfect and i want everybody to know that i'm all about it like i'm just down let's go this song is mm-hmm. awesome and that's all i got to say about that so that's all at i have the to very say specific, about that. very specific intersection that i was thinking of when making this this list yeah um i've definitely definitely purposefully used that song at that many, intersection before many many times I love that song. Yeah. I listen to it all the time. Yeah. More than I, you can even imagine. And definitely drive up and down park um, that specific intersection that you, you talked about listening to that all the time. You'll, you'll get a few looks, for sure. Yeah, I don't care. I'll look right back for at sure. them. Oh, no, no. That's what I mean. That's yeah. that's what you want. That's <laughs> It's a good but time. But I mean, like, Timbaland is the greatest. That was, like, the greatest Timbaland beat ever made. I mean, there's a couple other ones that I would put up there. But that beat is just, like, never heard anything like it before then. And probably never anything since then. Well, I was going to ask, what do you think uh, is the reason that Timbaland has fallen off so much? Because nobody uses him anymore. I don't think he wants to. He was to. garbage in late 2000s. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he I mean, wants to do it anymore. Maybe not. I, like, I, I've seen... I've seen him um, making some of those masterclass videos. Yeah. He's done some of that stuff. I see that he was using the Ableton push for one of them, and I was all intrigued with all that. And it looked like maybe he still is because he's got, like, a brand-new piece of equipment to be doing that production with. Um, maybe he still yeah. is, but I don't know because the late 2000s, he was He had tracks off in of terms of hits, but it wasn't – it wasn't good. I think it was it was the end oh, of that strong. period. Well, of okay, so that's a very strong statement. I mean, any Justin Timberlake song, 
Crimea River was yeah. awesome. I mean, that was a little bit before the late 2000s, but, like, Crimea River was Future amazing. Se- Future Sex yeah. Love Sounds was all Timbaland. All amazing, too. Summer Love was uh, almost another beat that I put on this list, but I didn't want to because I already had one Timbaland song, and I didn't just want to be a huge stand. Like, um, he's amazing. I feel like Nelly Furtado's, was it, wait, Promiscuous Girl? Yep. That was that was also Timbaland. Yeah. So Kyle, which one? I guess are you that's what I'm kind of getting at. Yeah. Is is. Oh, get out of here! You don't like, like that stuff? No, I think it was the end of its time. Like, it, like I said, it was a hit in terms of. I mean, it got a lot of plays, a lot of radio play. But what I about think like because radio is a lot of times behind a little bit of what's what's hot at the moment. I think. So uh, Kyle, at the same time though, at the same time he was doing that, like, you remember the game put you on the game, like dirt off your shoulders. All of yeah. those like ridiculous Timbaland beats, like he was doing that too, but he also like expanded into like another realm, which I think is cool. I agree with you, but you know, I mean, his to Kyle's point, to Kyle's point, I, the, he at the same time that we're we're citing what we're citing, he was also doing things like apologize with One Republic. Yeah, that, right. And that's more that's more what I'm getting at, I guess, is like he. I feel like he went from a a, a good hip hop sometimes R&B producer to just a real formulated pop music. Yeah, I mean, I think his R&B... Working with... Like, like part of the Timbaland thing was like, oh, I get to work with Timbaland. And now it's like One Republic. Like, I don't know. It just seemed kind of like... Yeah. He just started... Everything started getting watered down. And I then I just his, don't uh, think he, he has the tools necessarily to... He might... Not the tools, but I just don't think that he has the mindset to maybe... Uh, adapt for today's production right yeah yeah because okay. it's not fair. as good honestly that's, that's that's a part of it but i don't i think he's too <laughs> genuine to actually <laughs> go through and, and do the bullshit that's today's production <laughs> anyway kevin's uh, over there booing oh uh, yeah i'm sure booing. if he could i'm sure if he felt like he, he he should do it i'm sure he would i guess too like he there's no one I mean, there's, sure he has a platform to him. do it he has I'm a platform sure to do it him, yeah did you guys know Andrew. there are six versions of this song? Six. According, they were released uh, all around the same time. Uh, according to Wikipedia, on the European CD version of it that it got released, the maxi single, there was Pony. Pony okay. extended, extended mix. I'm all about which that. Is, which is five seconds shorter. Yes, than what the fuck is that? <laughs> well, it's shorter. It's shorter than the regular one. I was just going to say, Pony Extended Mix is five minutes and 20 seconds. Pony is five minutes and 25 seconds. Anyway, uh, number three is the Ride It Mix. Uh, we've mm. got Pony, the Mad Love Club Mix. We've got Pony, the Mad Love Beat Mix. And then Pony, the Black Market Slow Ride Mix. I, I just... Uh, what I I can't imagine how all of those are different. Like I don't I don't understand. Well, I'm I'm gonna do some homework. That's yeah, because like I, 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 they're all like the same length ish in all... my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna drive up and down. The I actually do wanna streets. I do wanna go back and eat my words a little bit. I didn't realize that in 2013 uh, it was recorded in. 2012 but uh the 2020 experience justin timberlake's album which is my favorite yeah. justin timberlake album uh actually the, the bulk of the production was done by timberland so yeah i'll leave my words on that i didn't i didn't like yeah. that album i didn't like that album that's why i didn't think of that god you're the worst 
I'll tell you why I didn't like that album, though. It was um, because the songs were drawn out too long. I didn't like that, you know, the part that you wanted to listen to, um, you didn't have the, okay, the song is over. It just kept going into whatever extended thing he was doing. And it would have been nice if they just split that into separate tracks. But James, when you're doing your research on all the versions of Pony, can you, like, have it playing in your car, windows down, right, like we're doing with the playlist, but I want you to pull into the same intersection over and over again in like a loop with the next version playing every time you <laughs> play on, just to see what would happen. Challenge accepted. I'll report back. <laughs> it's scientific. You're controlling the variables. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what I need to do is I need to like try and be super creepy with, you know, because there's not going to be people sitting outside of a restaurant right. with the people that are walking around the neighborhood. And just like go around a block and then go to the next block and just keep going around and looping in front of them again. Yep. But like different version of Pony every time. <laughs> so they feel like they're being followed because they kind of are. <laughs> well, no, they are. They're being followed, James. <laughs> no, they're just being harassed. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. There's a difference. <laughs> that, would be, that, that would be a better word for it. Um, and okay. So we're getting back to the list. Uh, my next one here is like i said the last one was relaxed and okay i'm just you know cooling and here we go and i'm going down the street and everything is normal white snakes here i go again is something that i will use with the windows down when there's a lot of people that could hear a lot a lot like, this is one i would what's try your, and maximize the yeah audience. Wh what's your minimum what's your minimum number uh, Give me the floor. I would say 24. 24? All right, uh, two dozen. All right, two dozen people. That's the minimum. Two, at least two dozen people with an earshot of what's coming from my windows <laughs> um, because it puts a smile on my face every time Yeah. Um, to just know that there's a person driving down the street with their windows down blasting that song. What, what kind of reactions do you usually get? I, you don't get somebody, like, kicking off their shoes and chasing after the car. Oh, well, I, I was hoping for, like, uh, like... Just ba basically a dad, right? Like dad rocking, just being like, yeah, like just giving you a hell yeah. Like that's what I'm imagining. Haven't had that yet, but there you got the summer. Someday. <laughs> Kicking off those shoes and chasing the car. Was that a Jerry Seinfeld reference you just dropped or it, what? It was oh, paraphrasing kind of. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm glad you I'm picked up you. on that. Of Have you seen the music video to this? Um. Uh, there's a famous model or actress maybe. Yes. Very attractive on the hood of a red car. Yep, what's her name? Uh, looking it up. Is it Tawny Katane? Tawny Katane. Bam! Did you not just hear me two minutes ago? He did say that. Well done. She, like, dated Roger Clemens or something? I don't know. Chuck Finley? Yep, that sounds good. Sure. And then David Coverdale, who sure. is Some... the lead singer of Whitesnake. He was also in Deep Purple. Also makes me think of old school. So, um, Whitesnake, here I go again. Makes me laugh. Next one, Kevin. All right, cool. Uh, this would be the closest to like what I would play with my windows down to be like, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal, I guess, is the vibe I get off of it. Um, it's it's a classic hip hop song. Uh, it's Kanye West. It's flashing lights. This is a take a bath in the dark song for me. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Back yeah, no, I got it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's one way to put it. <laughs> Are you also in a car? Like I don't like how does it work? 
Nope, nope, N- just, nope, just, just the, the bath. Okay. Uh, but no uh, I know you guys are, at least were at one point, big Kanye heads, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is my favorite album. Yeah, Graduation, Gra- graduation. is... Yeah, un- underrated. Yeah. I mean, it's like probably the best of his. Although... My vote's for 2011. Yeah. 2010. 2010. Yep. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, that is the best That's one. That's my but vote. Close second. Graduation is very good. I mean, you can tell that this one got a lot of... Lot of like widespread uh, uh, play and everything, because if I'm aware of it and I like it, then you know it's very popular as far as hip hop goes. You know what I mean? Like uh, I remember seeing this uh, song used a lot in like commercials for things and like trailers and things like that. Um, and uh, I love the vibe it gives off. It always makes me think of like I mean, you know, it, it it's kind of in the it's not even subtext, it's just like the text of the of the song but it, it makes you think of someone who's like driving through like a city i guess to like maybe like a like a premiere of something and everyone's like glitzed out in like uh like fancy clothes and things like that that's what it makes me think of right somewhere you just gave kanye a boner sorry i'll put I'll, I'll put a i'll put a quarter in the kanye boner jar i'm sorry that's my bad <laughs> the comment about him falling off um is funny to me because he it, being worth 1.3 billion dollars um, yeah, I, I mean i'm not saying that he's not successful no but it's true like you, you're like he's crazy wealthy now he claims he's worth three billion but um <laughs> he is crazy successful I know, surprise. Little fra- man fra- syndrome when you are worth one point three billion. How do you? It's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> I don't. Get he's it. he's in the same club as his buddy in the White House. I know. So yeah. it's the they're same. they're li- he's living the same life now. Man, we should get <sighs> Trump a pair of Yeezys. That'd be so cool. <laughs> All right, squ- Kevin. Anything else about Kanye? No, no. This is just. I, I think this works for a lot of scenarios. Uh, just cruising with your windows down in general, but also. I would want. I would turn this up. I definitely would. This is a great pick, Kev, because uh, this is definitely like if I had to pick a top twenty favorite songs of all time, this is probably on it. So hell yeah! Uh, and actually, someday, wow. someday, I'm gonna get a a graduation the bear that's actually on the album. I'm gonna get that bear uh, tattooed on me. Nice. Some, someday. Yeah, on your ass, right? I praise. But on my yeah. ass, yes. Thank on you your for ass. Knowing. <laughs> I wasn't gonna be specific with the placement, but yeah, it is gonna be on my ass. Yeah, he's actually gonna be. Well, never mind. Okay. All right. Well, Kyle, it's your pick now, so oh. you can keep talking. Oh, well, shit. Uh, I don't know if you want me to, because I uh, I don't even know what the next pick is right now. No, I'm just kidding. Let's get vamp. real nasty with it. How about vamp. that? Well, Red Hot Chili Peppers, produced by the fucking man, Rick Rubin, with the greatest bassist of all time, getting funky as fuck. Sir Psycho Sexy, which is the tales of... One and the only Anthony uh, Kiedis. Uh, it's off my favorite album, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Uh, it's their funkiest album for sure. And when you have a bassist like Flea, I just, why not embrace it and get as funky as can be? So, and Rick Rubin produced most of that album, if not all of it. Uh, I didn't know that. Most no, I didn't know that either. One of the most, not notorious, but uh, celebrated producers of all time. Yeah, he's amazing. And he's touched every every genre, which is impressive as fuck. But yeah, this song this song's a long one too. Uh and it, it progresses through different breakdowns, builds you back up, goes goes through everything. It's got explicit lyrics, which I love. Uh so yeah, so it really satiates the glands of uh pleasure when you're when you're driving down the road and <laughs> that's one way to put it. 
Wow. Kyle, Kyle, did you get to see this song live when you saw him? Uh, well, I didn't see, <laughs> I didn't see Red Hot Chili Peppers when I saw him just recently. I saw uh, the Red Not Chili Peppers, the, the cover band, and they did cover this, uh, this album. And they're a great cover band, really, really good. And uh, they covered this album and they did play the song. Which is kind of a nice. which is kind of a pain in the ass because this is like an hour and a half long album, but Sir Psycho Sexy comes as like the seventeenth out of eighteen songs, so I'm kind of like sweating it out. I mean, I like every song on the album, but I'm kind of sweating it out throughout, just waiting for Sir Psycho Sexy to come on. Mm. The Red Knot Chili Peppers. There's also another cover band. It's called the Red Hot Chili Pipers, and I'm not joking. They're fucking bagpipers, and they cover <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Songs. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> do they dress like the red hot chili peppers like is, is one guy who's flea just coming out with like a tube sock <laughs> a tube sock and a bagpipe yeah a tube sock and a bagpipe he's like 80 years old and he's also bald <laughs> all right so um after the tube sock rob's got the next pick i had to throw him out of here at least once um th- this song is like just full of bass and gets me pumped up every time I listen to it. And I've driven, I can't even count how many times I've driven with my windows down, listening to Kendrick, specifically Damn. And DNA is like, just fucking hits you in the face with bass and fucking, if there was a Best Rapper Alive championship belt, to me, he would have been hard since like 2012. So I needed to put him on here in some way. Preach. Preach. Definitely this song for me, I love the song. I love the album. The yeah. song always made always made me feel like my um speakers were distorting and it yep. was actually the recording. When when the when the beat drops out and they've got um what's his name? Geraldo on there and then it comes back in with all that crazy bass, it's just like, you know, look at me if you want, but I'm definitely going to turn this up right now so you can walk away or you can listen to it with me. Like that's just that song is fucking awesome. Next one's mine, and uh, this is actually one I used in this specific scenario, driving around where people would hear many times. About five years ago, it was a regular. It's Alone by Heart. <laughs> it's like one, I, one single tear coming down your face as you're yep, driving. <laughs> I, I, I get so much laughter out of being a single male driving around listening to that. Oh, my God. At, just blasting it like and keeping a straight face not even singing along just taking it in no like i said like you're you're just sitting there at the red light like got your sunglasses on both hands on firmly on the wheel one tear going down the side of your face that's it. <laughs> great montage song sad montage song my life's deteriorating yeah yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure yeah yeah absolutely you look over <laughs> at some like hottie at this car over in the passenger seat and then like you can't see the man behind her, and all of a sudden he leans forward, and you're like, no, why? <laughs> you just can't have anything nice. It's one of those montages. Kevin, you've got the next one. <laughs> I do. Oh, I thought you were a great image. Uh, all right, this is um, probably my number one pick for all time, just cruising with the windows down um, and not embarrassed about it at all because I love this song. Radio Gaga by Queen. Love this song. I didn't discover the song until um, I did a Queen uh, like deep dive towards the end of high school. It's got such a great summer day vibe, and like you know, it, it just 
I, like how long is it like five five and a half minutes something like that i just i, I love the vibe that this song gives um yeah i i think it's a I, I just think it's a great summer jam absolutely very good kyle uh well this one is one of those songs where you're really looking for the shock factor uh, so this you is need different good, than the last one this one even, yes even more than ftb yes this okay. one's like Somehow. the last two kind of mixed together uh, yeah, FDB and Sir Psycho Sexy had a baby and created two shorts, Blowjob Betty. Which contains uh, an amazing, amazing sample um, by Sister Nancy. Uh, and the song's a really good story. Uh, if you're looking for a good story, anyone, uh, I, I would you know, take four and a half minutes and listen to uh, Two Short Tell a Tale about blowjob betty who uh she was really just so good at her job it cost her her life too short underrated storyteller yeah no 100 percent uh great beat it's been sampled itself actually a few times uh even by lil wayne so yeah it's just one of those it's got a heavy bass uh it's repetitive kind of knock your head to it and uh, at the same time you can drive down the street and have all your neighbors just stop in their tracks and say what <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Too short, still rapping. He's got the same voice, um, and he's got to be like sixty now. And the same <laughs> presence, and yep. uh, the lyric con- lyrical content's the same. Yep, it's pretty pretty wild. All right, uh, over to Rob for the last pick. All right, we're gonna throw a curveball. At least for me, uh, we're gonna go with the cranberries zombie. And the transition between Too Short and the Cranberries. Everybody <laughs> loves this song. Everybody. If I pulled up to a fucking red light, everybody that was at that red light would just start going, Zahambe, Zahambe. <laughs> Very recognizable. I hope to put this playlist on this summer and end up stuck at a red light for minutes so that I can go from that song, that two short song, to this and yes. have the same people hearing that, that go from one to the next one. We have to experiment. We have to be scientific with this work. Like, we have to. Like, there's so many things we have to do with this, whether it's all the versions so, of Pony, this, uh, yeah, everything. Um, a couple of buddies and I went to Buffalo last year to see Metallica. And uh, on the way there, this was one of the songs that came on whoever's playlist that was playing it. And for the rest of the night, Zombie was stuck in all of our heads. Not Metallica, fucking the Cranberries and Zombie. All night. (laughs) Even like six months later and 12 months later, it would just be a random text. Zombie. It's very addictive. Uh, It's a song that won't go away. And and, uh, the tragedy of the the lead singer um, passing away... uh, just kind of spiked sales and everything of it so it kind of came back harder than just for the retro reason um but yep. uh great song legendary song love it always windows down all right so um we're gonna take a little break we've got more show for you our picks and everything right after the break if you're looking for a fitness solution while you're at home and can't make it to the gym follow crossfit webster on instagram Rob at CrossFit Webster has been putting up daily workouts and tips for how you can stay in shape while you're at home. So once again, follow him at CrossFit Webster on Instagram and sign up when you can get to the gym at CrossFitWebster.com.
All right, everybody, welcome back from break. It is now time for, uh, well, now, now that we've uh, gone through our picks for what to absolutely blast from your windows uh, at a stoplight, uh, now it's time to p- give you our picks of the week, uh, where we give you a little peek into what are our brains doing when we're listening to music. And uh, so for me, I'm, I'm going to start us off this time. This is actually uh, a follow-up to a pick from uh, James, actually. So James picked a song weeks ago. It was that, uh, James, you remember that Same Days Forever uh, song, whatever that was called? Yeah. So this yeah. this is my version of that, because I discovered this song right when quarantine started. It's Chicago from 1971 with, does anybody know really know what time it is? I don't know what time it is ever. <laughs> I need to, like do another like a dive on their stuff because i feel like it's a band i'll really like because it's a it's a band that involves like the use of horns and 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 brass and things like that and um they've got kind of a little bit of a jazzy feel to them not to they don't go quite to funk i would say but they've got a little bit more of like that jazz feel um kev actually a few probably two or three years ago i actually i had the same thought you had i was like i'm sure i would I, every time I hear Chicago, I'm like, oh, this, this is cool, yeah. Yeah. So I did a little bit of a deep dive, and I was actually sorely disappointed. Ah, uh, it sucks, man. Um, yeah, I, mean, I was, yeah. aside from the songs I already heard and liked, there was there was really nothing for me. All right. I mean, right. yeah, maybe I won't which I was, Which about. I was bummed out about, because it sounded by the, the songs of, or by the songs I had heard, yeah. uh, that I would be intrigued, and usually that is the case, is Oh. I find a few deep cuts where I'm like, wow, yeah, this is even better than the hits. Mm. But no, there wasn't even that for me. That, that so. was my experience. Not to say it's not going to happen for you. Right. but Yeah, that was my experience. My experience with Earth, Wind & Fire was like that, where like I've heard all the hits and everything, and I did a deep dive and found some like amazing cuts in there. Um, but uh, with this song in particular, what I love about it is how it starts in mixed meter. Like It starts with an inconsistent uh, time signature, so it's like in, uh, I think it's in 5-8 time originally, so it's not an even beat. And it like feels really strange at first, and then you're like, oh, okay, now you kind of get into the groove afterwards. Um, but yeah, I, I this was on my Discover Weekly about uh, I think it was five or six weeks ago. It was like when I was taking a walk right after the shutdowns had started, and I was like, oh, this is a nice song. And then I started thinking about, it. I was like, do I ever really know what time it is when I'm sitting? You know how I know what time it is? It's when I'm playing PlayStation in my living room and my uh, my automatic timer on my light goes off and I realize, oh, now it's 12.30. Time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I only know what time it is because I have to look for when we record. Other than that, I wouldn't know the date and or time. Yep, time time is irrelevant. Uh, all right, I think uh, that's that's uh, that's my pick. I'm going to actually uh, I'm gonna send it to James next. James, what do you got for us this week? I start getting into like the jazzy hip-hop around this time. So a song that came back into my mind was off of uh, the 2014 album 36 uh, Seasons. Ghostface Killer had Love Don't Live Here No More. A really catchy hook on this one with just a very musical background. It's not your typical Wu-Tang record. This is like actual musicians playing with Ghostface Killer. Yeah. And not slapping something together from samples and everything. I was going to ask. So, so that's that's original. That's not a sample of anything. Um, I am ninety percent sure that that was all original. There could be a sample over it, but um, her voice one is of the familiar. Best, yeah, um, one of the best performances that I've seen. I, I come back to referencing things that have been on the Tonight Show quite a bit um, because I just love how artists pull out all the stops for those live performances to make them quality. 
not a show like you'd see at an award show or something. And this one, uh, it was a performance of this, and it might have been before Jimmy Fallon was on The Tonight Show. It might have been when he was still doing his later one. And um, just a fantastic performance, and the song has been stuck in my head for, it says 2014, for six years now. It honestly, like every summer it comes back in, i got to listen to it again. Nice. Uh, the Her name is Candace Springs. That's it. Oh yeah, man. I like the I like the vibe. It's it's a little melancholy, right? In a good way, like in that kind of yeah. Hot yeah. I mean, it's it it's a sad song. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it sounds like you know after years of guys coming back to, um, possibly a family that he'd some you know he'd abandoned in in one way yeah. or another. Yeah. And so then, um, when I, upon his return, you've got the the female vocalists singing the part of the woman who's like you you've been gone all this time you thought i wasn't gonna move on with my life like it's a, it's a real sad scenario yeah and song is great but but like you know and and I, I know you know this obviously but like nothing wrong with a melancholy song sometimes you need that right like that's yeah. the vibe you're going for and that's right. that's really cool i dig it that's awesome uh i'm gonna send it to uh out west to kyle next kyle what do you got all right yeah so i got a i got a song off of eminem's first album um, and I think it's it's got to be the most popular song off that album, uh, probably because it was featuring and produced by Dre. Uh, and name of the song is Guilty Conscience, and uh, it's a really cool song for me because it's kind of like uh, Dre is the, the angel on your shoulder, and Eminem, surprisingly enough, is the devil on your shoulder. And um, obviously, knowing Eminem, uh, it's taken to extremes and uh they say some pretty fucked up shit well eminem mainly um but but yeah, I, I yeah yeah <laughs> but i heard this is the first time this is the first time that uh eminem came back in the studio after recording something because they were going the you know, line like they would do a few lines uh and then eminem would do a few lines and dre you know going back and forth and uh he went in the studio and dre was like on the floor laughing um from something that that eminem had said and that to me was just like that. That had to be so fun. Like he might be saying crazy shit, but he's also trying to. This is beginning Eminem. This is when he's first trying to make a name for himself. He's yeah. he's with Dre of all people for his first album. He's got to impress him. So like, what's he gonna do? What he knows best. I mean, he came out as a battle rapper essentially. So why not stick to what you know best? And on top of that, be funny and almost somehow still relatable. Like, say what you want about Eminem, but the dude's. <laughs> no, I mean those yeah. those albums were all fire. It's like the Slim Shady LP, the Marshall Mathers LP, the Eminem show, they were all ridiculous. But in 2020, they would the shit would hit the fan. Like there is no yeah. way that those albums would be as critically acclaimed as they were then today. That's just the culture that we live in. And it sucks because I'm glad you said that. They're so good. They really are. Lyrically, he is a genius. There's never been anybody like him. There's nobody. That would be able to pull that off now, though. No, and no, and that's why I, I think I go back to this music now, and I and I think I I think of it so fondly just because of that too. Is because yeah, it, it's almost taboo because it, it society has progressed past that, and I say that in air quotes for everyone who can't see, which is everyone. Um, <laughs> but it just it kind of it kind of bugs me in a way. I, I we've we've talked about it on the podcast a few times how ninety we're we're never going to get back to you know nineties rap or competitive rap 
or uh, just competitive music, I think, in general. But but a part of that also is, you know, we're not going to be able to talk about the same things in music like we used to, which is which is bothersome. That's that's censorship. We might be getting looser in some areas like TV. We can say pregnant now, which, you know, in the 80s, it was like, what? You know, or 70s, it was like, what? You know, but yeah. but 80s, now we can do yeah. whatever we want on TV. <laughs> and it's like we were going backwards with music for some reason. And we're going you know, backwards with comedy in general, I think, which is a problem. Not for your life. Oh, no! Well, I think that, and you're absolutely right. I think that the reason for like music taking a backseat on that for now is because what we'd gotten used to was the rappers were telling a story and the story was a real story. And then someone like Eminem comes along and he had songs that were real stories, but then he had stuff like this where he was just screwing around trying to make people laugh or insulting people staple and nuts I, to bedposts right right and to have rob here for this because he you know same age as me understands that at that time for us it was like everyone was saying things that were terrible yes and everyone would call you out for not being okay with being called those things it was like the polar opposite culture so you know, in some ways, it is way better to be like this now, where it's not just every suburban or rural white kid is yeah. listening to Eminem and then, you know, em- emanating that into the public, thinking that, okay, he's cool and I'm going to do it too. There was some years there where it was like all kinds of stuff was, you know, you you grew up thinking would be wrong and all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, it's in the media, so I guess I can be a total shithead. And then, mm-hmm. as it turns out, someone like Eminem, uh, he, even though he was being idolized, he was struggling with drugs and everything because he was not a happy person. So it's like, I think music, it, uh, like, took itself out of the ability to have that truth in the story. Like, the, if you get, either got to do imagination or you got to do truth. Because I feel like. Television can have shows like Breaking Bad. You watch someone get their head cut off or explode. And it can do that under the guise of fiction. Right. You know, if they were telling a story about someone who got murdered like that and portrayed it like that and it was real, real, like a, something that had actually happened, but then was filmed by actors. No, people would be like, no, you can't put that's traumatizing for the family and the people that knew. Him. So I think that might be why. It is it is sad. I'm with you 100%. It's sad that we can't have both, but I I think that, you know, for everything that was great about Eminem and the way he was so entertaining, it was like he took where Dre and, you know, Death Row and all that, they were talking about the things they'd gone through, and then Dre's with the guy who's te- just telling a story to piss people off. So then it was like how do we balance that? That's my that's my opinion on where that went. But. And don't you think it's kind of sad though too because for me like I think the more true music is, especially with rap, uh, the more true it is, the more honest it is, the more relatable it is. 
So even yeah. if even yeah. if like I said, he's talking he's talking in hyperboles, um, you know, kind of going way off <laughs> way off the fucking rails. Um, it's it's still it's it's you're, you're relating to it more than I'm going to relate to some uh, little blank song. Um, it, it's just it's there's there's an honesty to it, whether it's speaking hyperbole or not. There's an honesty to it that you just you can connect to, and I think it it, it makes for better music. Regardless of the already great lyrics, the great cadence, the great rapping skills, the great production, when you can actually feel the music and relate to it, it's more, it's better music. Well, at any rate, the- and if you're not enjoying this part of the podcast, turn it the fuck off. No, no, keep listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm just anyway, we got one more pick for the week. Uh, Rob, bring us home, man. We do, we do. I got to say that if we were not in quarantine, I'm. sure that this song would be the jam of the summer. It's catchy, it's poppy, it sounds like it's straight out of 1984, and yet somehow updated for 2020. I don't know how he pulled it off. Uh, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Without a doubt. The beat is unbelievable. It's so 80s. Like, I I can picture myself driving around in, like, a Ferrari Testarossa or, like, more appropriately, a Camaro with T-tops, like, just blasting this song. And at the same time, it sounds very, very up to date and today. Like I don't know how he pulled it off. It's amazingly catchy. It's been in my head for like four yes. weeks now. Um, yes. It, I like the weekend a lot, so I'm a little bit biased, but it's a jam. I mean, it's just it would be everywhere if we were all out doing our own thing. You are totally right. I was on that song the day it came out. I, I like um, the weekend a lot. So um, the synth yeah. in that is crazy yeah. to me. Do you want to know I, how many plays this thing has on Spotify? It's 814 million. Jesus. Yeah. Wild. All right, Kyle, tell us you hate it. Yep, go ahead. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do yeah, it. I hate it. Do it. I knew it. You don't say that. I tried so hard. You don't say that. I tried so hard to like this album. Um, I listened to it like three or four times over, and I just... I, it's the weekend. I'm sorry. I, 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 I blamed the radio for a stretch of like two years for ruining the weekend forever for me. Um, but that the effect that's on his voice, I, it's like nails on a scr- on a on a chalkboard for me. Well, if there if there ever comes a time where I'm actually trying to make a song, it, like the sound of this one is pretty much what I'm going for. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's really well produced. Okay, so fine, you don't like his voice, but like, I guess I could still appreciate like the beat, the synth, the way it sounds, the way everything kind of fit together, like. If it was an instrumental, I would listen to it over and over and over again. I don't even need the words. Um, well, I mean, I'll tell you this: really well the done. Max Martin, the producer, uh, he he oh, produced damn that Max Martin. Again. He produced "Baby One More Time" uh, yeah. by Britney Spears. "I Want It That Way" by the Backstreet Boys. It's gonna be me by NSYNC. Uh, "I Kiss a Girl" so, by Katy Perry. "Shake so It Off" no, by Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, so no hits at all. Yeah, not yeah he's not very song. good. No, he's not very good. None. Yeah, fuck this guy. I don't. I don't recommend. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna close the show there. <laughs> we don't want to talk about Max. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, Max Martin produced Blinding Lights. I now I'm not surprised why. You think I like that's his real much. name, Max Martin? He is the most Martin. So yes, I would say yes. He's yeah, Swedish. Yeah. Maximum. I'm, go, I'm gonna go with no. His 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 given name was Maximum Maximum Martin. <laughs> I thought it was you Maximus. He's Swedish. You don't think his name could be he is Maximus? Swedish. Maximus. <laughs> Maximum. Maximus Martinus. Ness. Ness. That. Sin. All right. So, blinding lights. 
weekend. That's Rob's pick. That's the last pick that we got for you from our rotation this week. Uh, we want to say make sure that you are checking the show notes. If you'd like to listen to those songs, we got the playlist in the show notes. You can click it, take you straight to Spotify. We got playlists for each episode, and also uh, this, the panel picks are all going into one right now, and we will have separate ones for each one of our hosts. Uh, you can check all that stuff out on weare3deep.com. We want to say thank you to Root Shock as you're hearing their music coming in in a second. Also, uh, Kyle, tell them where they can find us on Instagram before we get out of here. Uh, you can download the dang Insta, uh, and then you can follow us at 3D Podcast, all spelled out. And while we're out of follow CrossFit Webster, too. Yes, that was the last note. So follow CrossFit Webster and sign up at CrossFitWebster.com. We will have more show for you every Sunday, so keep listening, and uh, we'd love to hear from you on social media. So for uh, Kyle, Kevin, and Rob this week, my name is James, and we'll talk to you soon. You can try to blind our eyes. This mass control But our bodies in slavery, but you cannot have my mind. Wake up and see. Destroy my faith with my realize and deception. But I forgive you with love and no retaliation. Our voices fill with power.